This is Exponent Philanthropy's catalytic podcast, Conversations with Leaders at Small Foundations. Meet some of the most creative, resourceful, and risk-taking foundation people in the country. What opportunities emerge when a foundation focuses more deeply? The Scheidel Foundation embarked on that path and found that the value of focusing surpassed its expectations. In this podcast, Caroline Wirtz, Senior Director of Grant Programs, shares how focusing allowed her to spend more time with a smaller number of grantee partners and engage them in conversations. The deep listening Caroline did, informed by her previous career as a capacity builder, allowed Caroline to understand challenges that were common to several organizations working in the same field. She was then able to identify specific gaps the foundation could address, with the potential to make systems-level impact in this field. The journey all started with focusing the Foundation's work much more tightly. There is an interesting paradox to this story. By focusing and paying more careful attention to the needs of a few individual organizations, the Scheidel Foundation made it possible to address big, systems-level needs. Caroline Wirtz shares the journey. I think that you know, having worked in nonprofits myself before being in this position and acting as a capacity builder for nonprofits and working with many, um, and the way that I often worked with them was over long periods of time. So it was a year to two years um, when we would kind of set a series of goals, and um, I would work with the executive director and staff and the board um, to meet those goals um, that gave me, uh, you know, both of those experience, you know, personally gave me a lot of, you know, a lot of insight into what goes on in the inner workings of nonprofits and kind of a day-to-day running um, that I have found has really informed my work. And when the Scheidel Foundation hired me, it was in part to, to bring capacity building experience. In that position, you know, I would work with a year to two years um, with each nonprofit, and I would meet with them once a week, the first year and every other week, the second year. And I had a lot of one-on-one conversations with executive directors and staff members and and you know, more periodically with board members. But I did a lot of coaching during that period, a lot of listening and a lot of coaching and a lot of kind of gentle asking. And um, because we were in a partnership together um, as capacity builder and organization to help them uncover 
things that they wanted to improve in. And some of those things are um, easier to talk about and some are more difficult to talk about. But it gave me a lot of experience um, just learning how to be a good listener and um, and to kind of gently handle difficult topics. Um, when I started meeting with several of these nonprofits um, that we were either supporting, just beginning to support, or considering supporting in our college readiness and completion work, you know, we were we were kind of moving into that area. So a lot of these organizations were new to us, and really we just sat down and had a conversation. You know, I I also learned as a capacity builder. To go in and bring a presence where you, you know, you help others feel comfortable. So, you know, with everything from not dressing too formally um, to you starting conversations, you know, with some personal um, getting to know each other, you know, not pulling out a laptop or a briefcase, um, getting out of the office if we could and and just talking about their role, their organization, but then kind of moving into what keeps you up at night and also like what do you want to achieve that you're not able to because you because there's something in the organization that's holding you back. And as we begin to have these conversations, um, you know, they would light up a lot of times and just say, you know, I there's so much we want to do. Um, we have this vision and we know we can do it. We just sometimes we're missing the technical know-how or, you know, we're just trying to figure it out as we go. And, you know, mostly I found that the leaders I was speaking with were very humble and very open and very willing to share um, aspirations that they hadn't been able to reach yet, um, stumbling blocks that they had um problems they were trying to solve internally. And that really helped us begin to see where there might be an opportunity to connect these organizations and help them learn from each other. When I joined the Scheidel Foundation, we at that stage um, had been working in four different cities primarily. Um, and, you know, it was weighted differently in different cities, but we were still in four different cities. And we had two areas of focus. Both were fairly broad. And I was in, largely in charge of one area of focus. And when I came in, it became clear that it was, was very difficult to make decisions on um, how to make choices between the options of projects and organizations within such a broad area when you're looking particularly across you know four different cities it felt like we needed to take a step back and really think about you know not just wanting to do good in these areas but but thinking more specifically about what kind of good do we want to support and getting a narrower focus on that. Um, and so in my previous work, um, working with nonprofits, I had been doing um, theory of change work with 
um, several. In fact, I'd gotten to the point where when I started work um, with several of these nonprofits, um, I would often say, I know there's many things that, that you want to accomplish, but it's going to be very hard to accomplish them unless we know what you're trying to achieve. And we would start doing theory of change work where we would set a goal and um, and then we would backtrack everything from that goal. And what it did is it made it made a lot of things much clearer um, and it helped them define things like their marketing and their fundraising and their communications and even their programs would get realigned under this goal and staff suddenly didn't feel so scattered and they knew, you know, kind of how to prioritize tasks. And so it could be a real game changer um, if an organization didn't already have a kind of a clearly defined goal. Um, and it doesn't have to be a theory of change. There are different names that are for similar concepts, but basically it's, it's being very clear on your vision and your goal. And it seemed that that was something that, the Shadell Foundation um, didn't have. Um, they had a, they, you know, kind of had some broad goals, but what we really needed, um, it seemed, was to to do some theory of change work and figure out what our our goals were going to be in our two main grant making areas. Um, and so we spent some time working on that and. Did a lot of thinking with the trustees about, you know, where their hearts were, um, honoring the things that their founder who had passed away at that point, but things that were important to him, um, opportunities that existed um, in the communities that we were working in, the cities that we were working in, and um, things that were you know, reasonable for the size of our foundation, which um, at that stage was about one and a half staff members. Um, and we came out with um, a narrower focus in both areas. And in fact, it was much narrower. So we did a transition um, where we, you know, we put out communications to all of our grantees and let them know that we would be making this transition. We made farewell grants um, to them. And then we began to do our grant making um, within these focus areas. And even in the first year, it it was so transformational for us uh, because it really did kind of consolidate our energies. Um, you know, suddenly I wasn't reading articles on, you know, many, many different topics. I was looking for, you know, specific posts and information and research and trends within our focus grant making areas. Um, I was following people who were um, leaders in this sector. I was learning so much more because I was able to go deeper. And um, this allowed me to be a more informed grant maker. It also allowed us to have um, a much narrower scope of potential grantees. And um, as we began recruiting in some grantees that, that fit under the new scopes, we began to learn a lot through their work. Um, one of the things that we noticed was that 
there were some um, there were some gaps in um, kind of the um, continuum of services. We were we were working with um, college readiness and college completion, and there were a lot of organizations working on college readiness with middle and high school students primarily, um, but there weren't as many working at the college level to help those students persist once they um, got into college. And um, we realized that there were some out there, but many of them were just getting started in that area. There were some that had been doing it for a while um, who themselves were asking questions um, because they were really pioneers in their area, in that area and asking questions about, you know, are we doing this the best way? Are there other ways that we can try um, supporting our students? And then we had several organizations that were just, you know, just moving into supporting their students once they had graduated high school and were moving on to college. And for them, it was a, it was an emerging area and um, they, they were winging it and they wanted to learn from others that had been doing it. So it allowed us to kind of see that gap and realize, you know, here's an area where there's, there's some real support needed and we could kind of move more into that area. So that's just an example of a way in which it, it narrowing our focus really helped us um, be more effective, kind of crystallize what we needed to do, helped us go deeper in our topic area. Um, help us make deeper connections with individuals and organizations and see gaps that we could fill. So I think so we've been doing that for several years now. And every year we learn a little bit more. And, you know, I, I feel like it makes us a better funder because we are more knowledgeable about our subject. We're closer to um, the people working in the field because we are just swimming in a smaller pool. And um, we also have been spending more time with our grantees. You know, we're not spread as thin, so we're able to do that. And when we're able to do that, we're much more able to just sit and listen to them. You know, we're, um, we're talking to leaders about very similar topics, they're all working with college students in this regard, um, and they're, you know, they're all working on helping students get into college to receive, you know, either a certificate or a two or four year degree. They're all working to help those students persist, to prepare for the transition into careers. There are differences in the things that we hear from them, but there are also similarities. And one thing um, that has really helped us is that by being able to have you know, more of our time spent either listening or in conversation with our grantees, um, these types of conversations where they talk about what they're doing, their concerns with their own work, their concerns with the trends in the field, um, with the system, systemic challenges that are out there, is we've begun to understand um, where 
there might be opportunities for collective um, collective work. And um, I think next on the horizon will be that we'll begin looking to support uh, more collective work in this area. And um, whether that's several organizations banding together to address something that they all think needs to be um, changed or what they want to be heard about, or um, in some cases, it's, it's, you know, we're learning more about the systemic problems. So we're starting to now look at how can we support um, initiatives that are at a, you know, a local or a regional or even a national level that can help with positive change at those systemic levels. We're also, for the first time, looking at supporting research um, because for the first time, we're really able to understand what, you know, what are the gaps in information out there? You know, what are our grantees saying they really need to know more about? And um, we have a much better sense of where the opportunities may be um, that, that will really be impactful in those areas. So I think that's probably next on the horizon for us is supporting things um, that are focused on systemic change or collective work, collective impact. Thanks to Caroline Wirtz for joining us. To learn more about the work of the Scheidel Foundation, visit the Catalytic Podcast website. Look for new Catalytic Podcasts each month. Meet more creative funders. Benji Ru does the audio engineering and mixing. Our website is by Kwok Lee. Our music is by O Future. The Catalytic Podcast is made possible by grants from two Exponent members, the 1772 Foundation and the Blackstone Ranch Institute. I'm your producer and host, Andy Carroll. Thanks for listening. Join us next time.